dial violin Get the cop of Steven Smoke and Cascarino Tony got the violin Pecky doesn't let him in Not the violence Stop the violence Only one can go Alright lads and welcome to episode 3 of Paddy Sport Hub I'm joined again with Johnny What's the crack Johnny? Thanks very very good Paddy um, I feel it was another good weekend of the Premier League uh, Not as madly dramatic as the Aguero gate of the weekend before But lots of small dramas to, to keep us entertained and to keep us talking for the next wee way and, and that was a very interesting song uh, choice there you chose Johnny <laughs> what's, what's behind that again? Well, number one, it's a, it's a brilliant song to begin with. But no, just a, I just I noticed a wee uh, similarity or a wee theme, if you like, over the weekend. That I know London has a lot more clubs than any other city in England. But speaking of the southern half of England, if you like, like it was a big weekend for Spurs. Obviously, with a big away win at Man United last night. Arsenal had a they got back to winning ways. West Ham didn't play, uh, so I didn't get the result that they wanted, but they did play particularly well. Fulham. Racked up a few points with uh, Mitrovic, who I'm sure we'll talk about. Crystal Palace were in the thick of it as well. I just thought it was a very kind of London Southern based weekend, and I, I'd even count Watford in there as well. Watford is not officially part of London, but sure, it's 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 not going to. Well, that's close enough. But Chelsea uh, winning at Newcastle too, beg your pardon. pardon Chelsea winning at Newcastle. Excellent. Um, yeah, so yeah, I like the way we have a wee theme. Last week we had the Aguero theme, so um, it's very fitting to have that wee theme this week. And uh, another man that had a very good week, uh, you're talking about a few London teams there, w- would be uh, Brian Free. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a new week again and a new league leader as well. Um, I think it was last night's win that uh, got him the leapfrog over Keyshane's. Um, we, we joked about Brendan last week that there must be some sort of scandal in that team how he managed to get uh, the fight, managed, uh, that's right players, what, what, but, uh, it's a, a very impressive team he has now isn't it especially that, that back lane just read it out to there Paddy because I'm just going to open up his team here in a minute you just want to go through his back lane there first I'm just right well, well we'll have a look at this team right this team scored 68 points and the average the average was 50 so yeah. he's well above average uh, the back lane he had Allison six points. Uh, oh yes, I have it. And yes, Allison didn't always keep a clean sheet, but he had a lovely bit of footwork as well. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, he's done a bit of a wee bit of fancy pantsy stuff, didn't he? Just <laughs> flicked it over the ball. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have seen Carrius trying that. <laughs> no, would you fuck? <laughs> but uh, speaking of Carrius, he's he's shipped off now. Isn't he? But is it where? He is, he, well, it was a Besiktas or somebody. Yeah, off there. Good luck to him. Best luck is right. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he had Aspilicueta, he had Alonso, Van Dijk, 
Mendy and Trippy. It's a it's a host of stars. The back line there for Brendan. It is, yeah. Well, uh, as far as old Brendan's a Glen Toy man too, and they always love a good tight defence as well, you know. And like you know, Alonso really has just been player of the month. I have his team here in front of me now, and you know, Alonso had double figures again, or he's always kind of close to it, anyway. I think Alonso is uh, becoming a must-have for every fantasy manager out there. What do you think, Johnny? I, I, th- I think so because even like you know, I don't think Chelsea played particularly well against Newcastle on Sunday. I, I felt a bit sorry for Newcastle as well because. You know, I don't want to get too far off the point here, but you know, they had a lot of players out and they put up a good fight and probably deserved to draw. But like Alonso's luck has been in this season. We we kind of gave him a wee feature last week with our how he's adapted to the new system. And then you know he he gets two assists. You know, even in you know by winning a penalty and by way of an own goal as well. So when your luck's in, your luck's in. And but he's making his own luck too. He's making those runs forward as well. Yeah, he's bombing up forward. Just to uh, give a wee quick recap on Alonso, Alonso has thirty five points scored since the the start of the season um uh, 11 points in game week one 13 points in game week two and another 11 points in game week three he started off at 6.5 million and he's up now to 6.7 and he's probably going to rise again um the ownership on alonso is pretty high as well 32 percent so you know it's looking like he's 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 a must-have at the moment yeah yeah i don't want to Put too much smoke up his ass. Like he's he's a great player and he's he's definitely a man that we sung praises of. Yeah. But the only, the only the only concern I would have a wee bit with him is the fact that you know Chelsea aren't as tight defensively as they used to be. You know they conceded two against Arsenal and then another one. They were I think they were kind of half asleep when Hossley uh, scored against them yesterday. I think you know sometimes you might still be better playing the safer game with a Man City player or a Liverpool player. You know once you do keep better defensive records. But having said that, Alonso on his own, unfortunately you know, he's still. You know, that's that's my only one slight concern about him is that just that the players he has around him back there. Yeah, so you'd be no, saying you you just wouldn't be jumping on the the Alonso bandwagon just yet, then Johnny, would you? Well, as you used to say a nightclub's party, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Johnny. Well, I'm just saying he's not. A godsend, Sam Jimmy. He's very, very good, but there is just that one wee thing I think to look out for over the next few weeks. And then we had uh, Mendy. Speaking of another man on the bandwagon, Mendy didn't g- keep the clean sheet, but he he managed to pick up some bonus points and uh, scored four. Um, yeah. Another man that's highly owned in the thirty around the thirty percent uh, percentage, and he's he's priced at six point three. So his price has gone up as well. He is, yeah. It's this kind of stock market that we talk about, so yeah. how it's gone up again. Um, I can only see that going up further because I know we always talk about Pepperlet, but he seems to be kind of holding or consolidating consolidating his place in that back lane as well. And you know, Man City won't concede a huge amount of goals this season either. I don't think so. You know, he's well worth his points there. Yeah, and of course, Trippier looks looks like another man, and uh, he seems to be on the set pieces, Johnny. Yeah, we talked about him last night as well. Um, you know, um, or sorry, last week. I beg your pardon. Um, I didn't actually see much of the second half of the. Um, Man United Spurs game last night, but he he must have got an assist, did he? He did. He what we said last week. We were talking about him. We we're saying that he looks like he could be a must-have because yeah. he decreasing he's decreasing the value of Eriksson, Christian Eriksson, by taking these set yeah. pieces and yeah. and whatnot. And uh, look, he's he's hit the corner here. I think to put the put the ball in the net for um, for Harry Kane, maybe. Well, that was uh, for Harry Kane's header. Yeah, I saw the header and see where the cross came from. Yeah. Um, so eleven points there as well. Pass. Yeah, well, I'm quite happy that these players that we're mentioning, uh, I know it's pretty obvious, but the players that we're talking about are 
the ones um, racking up points. It's, it's just a pity that they don't do enough for our own teams. So the majority, yeah. the majority of the points there for Brendan, of course, came from his defence, and uh, of course yep. he had the captaincy on the Egyptian king Musala. So, you know. Well, Musala, you know, you, you can always rely on him. You know, I, I thought he would actually get a wee bit more at the weekend, but that's a, um, you know, that's a credit to how well Brighton defended. Um, you know, in the first half of that Liverpool game, I thought they were going to bag two or three by the way that they were going, and Salah was in the thick of that. But you know, he still manages to get a, a nice wee cheeky sixteen points if, uh, on the captaincy. On yeah, the well, look, we'll have to say fair play to Brian. Anyway, look, he he, um, he he resisted the temptation to put the the captaincy on Aguero after mm-hmm. his heroics last week, and. Um, it paid off for him. I think so. Yeah, I think a lot of people um, had got on the Aguero one the week before. I can't imagine too many people would have changed him after a performance like that. But but you know that, that that's fantasy football. Like, there was a few. There was a few boys a week late on the Aguero captaincy. Now wasn't there? <laughs> there was. Yeah, like the boss was gone there. Uh, I think I think I highlighted a few of them. Um, just if we'll we'll do a quick recap on on these oh. lads. Uh, with Jessica Roberts, who was on the Aguero bandwagon. We had Eric Roberts on the bandwagon, Keelan Doherty, Mark Graham, uh, Johnny Duffy, Joshua McBride, Ryan Moore, Michael Shields, Eamon Walsh, John Byrne, Kieran McKelney, Peter McGettigan, and Nigel McGlynn. So, tough shit there, boys. <laughs> you know, you saw a week late, you saw a week late. <laughs> but do you know, like, in fairness, like, when you look back at it, um it's understandable why people wanted to go on Aguero, but the thing is, yeah, you know, look, look it's easy to say now, obviously, but it, it was always going to be very hard for Aguero to repeat that sort of performance again. Yeah, it's you true, know, it's true. No matter who it was against, really, or where that game was being played. Um, and, uh, you know, so a few boys, uh, like I say, just uh, missed out a wee bit there. Yeah, so we'll we'll move on now then to the to the next headline here, and that was uh, Joshua McBride and, and Darren Hunter make big strides. And uh, they certainly did. Now, Darren Hunter came up 13 places. He's up in, he's up in, he's up in 31st place now. He was in 44th. And he got um, 68 points this week as well, tied with Brendan as the MVP. That's a, that's a nice score to get, yeah. So will we uh, open up his team here now and get a wee bit of analysis on the go? No bar, get her open there, you... Have again, okay, looking at it again here now, he's got, uh, uh, again, a nice couple of points coming from Alonso. Maguire getting a, a last-minute goal as well for Leicester for him. That would have been a nice little booster there as well. Hazard, oh, of course, geez. he made his return. If we go on to into his midfield, um, a fine-looking team, Johnny. At first glance, here it is. Yeah, it's just it's just a nice, solid kind of four-four-two. Good players and everything. Yeah, it's not your typical template team that we're kind of used to seeing now. As everyone's jumping on the bandwagon, it's it's, it's got its own stamp here. Oh, it, is, yeah. it looks like a kind of a solid uh, solid bunch there. Um, I'm just looking at Hazard here because. We talked about him last week about how you know he's had his rest period after the World Cup and you know he, he comes back and he gets a goal for himself. Yeah, I think there against Newcastle. I think Hazard's going to be one to watch in the coming weeks, you know, and uh, I wouldn't mind trying to eventually squeeze him into my own team. I think he's going to play very well in, in the Sarri system. Mm-hmm. Now, even if you look at, oh, I think so, yeah. And if you look even there, also at the midfield again here, we've got Wilshere. Now, on the surface, Wilshere scored one point, but I, I was watching uh, extended highlights of West Ham's game against Arsenal from Saturday. Yes. Now, I know they, they got beat 3-1, but they played very, very good football. They played very, very well, and Wilshere looked like a man who, he actually seems a wee bit more settled at West Ham. You know, that's no disrespect to him, but I, I think he's he's more settled as kind of a lower club rather than the high pressure of Arsenal. You know, he seems yeah, to be he, seems, he feels more at home there, like. 
I think so, yeah, I think so. I think he never really delivered what he really could do for Arsenal. Some Arsenal fans might like to whinge at me for that, but it's just a wee humble opinion, you know. So even, just it's a single point from Wilshere, but I think that will be a good, he'd be a good man to keep as well, I think, in the next few weeks and months. Well, yeah, well, I, I tend to disagree a wee bit there. Now, I don't, know okay. if, I don't know if he's going to get as many fantasy points as, say, the likes of uh, Felipe Anderson, who actually really impressed me. Um, he was bombing up the wing there. I think between Felipe Anderson and uh, Aronotovic, there's there's going to be goals and uh, assists galore there. Um, not disagreeing you with you that Walsher hasn't found his place or anything, or he's he's not playing well. I think he's playing fantastic there at West Ham, and, he, and he's like you say, he's found his, his place in the, the the Premier Premier League ladder. But um, I just feel as a fantasy asset, I think he might be a wee bit, you know, he wouldn't be high on my priority list for, for you know, make, getting points, if you know what I mean, Johnny. It's, it's okay, Paddy, we, we won't fall out about this disagreement at all. No, we fucking will. You know, uh, we'll just look at his team in a, in a bigger, um, we'll look at his team in a bigger way as well. Obviously, Van Dyke getting another eight points there as well. And I'm just looking there that he's got um, Zaha up front as well, which a lot of people do. Yeah. But I think the thing about Zaha is I can't imagine Zaha ever getting dropped from that team. So you're always going to get your appearance points from him. Exactly. And, you know, he'll chip in with stuff as well, whether it's a goal or whether it's an assist. Or... And that's the thing too. You want players that are going to be actually playing as much, you know, football time as possible. So, yeah. you know, you don't want guys being subbed off. Nothing nothing worse than, than the 59th minute and not getting their, their points. You know what I mean? You know, we, we've even seen before about how even at Man City, the guys who have Man City players, how even that is affecting them. Yeah. We talk about the good sides, but there's also that kind of pitfall. That's right, the pep roulette. Uh, Darren, we have to say, you know, give him plaudits for hanging on to Christian Eriksen. A lot of a lot of people got uh, fed up with Eriksen and have uh, kind of sent him packing, myself included now. And I, I guess the fixture against United wouldn't have helped things in, in hindsight. Um <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to talk about this, but uh, he just, just go for it, stay professional now. Stay he, professional. he he uh, he he chipped in with a with a wee assist anyway, and uh, rewarded those managers that kept the the faith with him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, like I say, I saw the first half, but I heard that he chipped in with the assist because he done um, fuck all for the two weeks before it. <laughs> See, for the base age, but you know, to be honest with you, I think everybody. Who has my United players? I think they should all be given assist points because they're just giving points away at the minute. Oh There's Jesus! You've went, you've went, you've went there. <laughs> but uh, no comment. But um, so yeah, I'd I'd already sh- I'd shipped Ericsson out of my own team along with Davies, who uh, was quite thankful he didn't start. Uh, that Rose got the the nod ahead of him. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you spared, you spared your bushes there. Yeah. I did indeed. So that's that's um, Darren's team. Anyway, Darren is a nice, nice, strong, balanced team there. I think, and uh, there's no major surgery really required in it. No, I don't think so. No, everybody, they all look like players who are going to hold their positions quite well. Um, and well, here we we talked about the good and the what could be better side there as well. But look, when you still have players like Manny, Firmino, Van Dijk, and Daniels, who we talked about, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, good budget player. Harrison's and even uh, of course the man between the sticks there and Ederson. That's a very, it's a very reliable looking team, you know. Yeah, no, he's done well. Right, enough of the darn. Now we'll we'll go on to Joshua here, and I work we uh, with Joshua. Um, Joshua does the night shift um, in our workplace, so Josh will be actually listening to this tomorrow night. Well, tonight I should say. That's okay. kind of, I've kind of gone incep- I've kind of gone kind of gone inception here. So, Josh, you did well, man. You're up 13 places, a good rise. He's called his team the underdog this year. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, he was given it the biggins there during the World Cup. He he uh, entered the Fantasy World Cup and he was you know I'm going to win this World Cup and you know rah rah rah. Uh, I think he came last. <laughs> so uh, that was one. That was one obviously by Magical Brown myself. So. Uh, it's always nice to see that yeah. you want to work up, you know. Yeah, yeah a nice one. Uh, so we'll, we'll get on and now and have a look at Josh's team, see how yeah. he got on. Okay, well, uh, the main player for him there is, I'm just looking at the midfield there, is Pereira. Pereira. Been, uh, I was just looking at his stats there recently. It's, Pereira's played three games this season, and he's already got three goals and an assist. All right. He's a nice little boy. He's a, he's a nice little kind of quiet. Yes, quite, quite low ownership too, at around 10%, and he's. He has had a price raise. Um, he's been bumped up twice. He's now six point two million. So you you, you want to catch him while he's hot. But maybe the run of fixtures. They might be coming into a tough run of fixtures um, now soon, though. So just something to um, to be wary of as well. They have Spurs next, and then after that they have United. Well, you know, yeah. There's, there's no shame in shipping him shipping him out. Sorry, but. He's definitely been a good investment for the past three Exactly, He definitely has. I completely agree there. So, yeah. Josh also, um, he scored 60 points, which was a fantastic score as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some reliable boys there as well. Like, you know, Andy Robertson is the name that we're talking about a lot. Zaha, we mentioned just a few minutes ago. And then when you've got Kane and Aguero, and, you know, Harry Kane has definitely broken that August fear, or whatever it is you want to call it. Yeah, that voodoo, hoodoo. Last two years. That yeah. hoodoo, yeah, that's a good word for it. Then. Um... Speaking of reliable, I just wouldn't be wanting to get a left home with, with his keeper, Loris. I think he was on... He drinks when he wants. Hugo Loris. he drinks when he wants. So, uh, yeah, Loris. we didn't know if he was going to make the match because we didn't know if he was going to have to be, you know, if he's going to be locked up or not. But he, he made it and he, and he got his clean sheet and a bonus point as well on top of that. He did as well, yeah. And there, was a, there was actually a nice weekend of kind of human moment of relief I suppose you know the final whistle and he went up and he gave his manager and the two of them actually had a good proper hug yeah you know, all's forgiven <laughs> all's forgiven all's forgiven no problem lad you know, <laughs> yeah yeah you know but like, apparently like Larissa is meant to be like a really sound and kind of intelligent kind of guy you know and apparently he was hugely apologetic you know he wasn't a yeah. you know being a captain of the athlete. team Johnny captain of the team you know we can't be setting examples like that oh absolutely not you know, absolutely not but um, you know fair, fair opinion you know um was great when he did obviously we're not condoning that in any shape or form whatsoever but but uh, speaking on purely fantasy football terms he made a good recovery a uh, good turnaround once he got his high over yeah Larice, he's sitting at 5.5 million and he's very low ownership as well could be a differential you know yeah, absolutely you... yeah absolutely yeah you know so he, he did well for a man who surely had the horrors on, uh, on Saturday night there. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, another another good team, frightening uh, forward line, a good balanced um, midfield with Pereira, Manny, Milo, Milojevic, Mkhitaryan, yeah. you know, and then the back line, Robertson, who's been fantastic for Liverpool. He's got Van Dijk as well, and then he's got uh, the Wolves man, Bennett. Yeah. So... Um. Do you know what, like, you know, Mkhitaryan was a man I was slating a couple of weeks ago because I just thought he was so poor in that opening game against Man City. But, uh, no, like, I'm first putting my hands up. He's, he's changed his attitude around and Arsenal are playing better football. He's, he's a big part of that. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Arsenal actually looked looked quite well. You know, they looked, you know, I know they had a tough break at the start. They had two big games, but yep. I think they're, they're, they may have started to find a bit of identity there now. Yeah, to, I saw you know, as, there too yeah. about... Their next, uh, their next six fixtures, I'm not saying they're easy games because 
the old cliche is that there never is an easy game in the Premier League and all that. But they definitely looked like you know six games that they could get at least four or five wins out of, if not more. So you know, kind of watch the space with Arsenal, really. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I think we've covered Josh there now. So well done, Josh. You know, you'll be looking yep. to uh, build on that now and, and try and get further up the table. Um, so the next headline here is uh, Ray Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're going to build up. You, you gave you gave that lovely Chinese laugh last week talking about it. So I'm yeah. looking forward to you talking about uh, your own buddy Raymond here. So me, I'll let you take the lead in this. Me one. and Ray. Just just tell me what position he's in there. Sorry, first of all, so I can well, put him on the table. He's uh, I think he's in forty sixth position. Okay. He was on a, a kind of a, a healthy 29th He's uh, the biggest faller this this week. Uh, he's dropped seventeen places. So you're enjoying talking about this, aren't you? Uh, well, I am, and a, a wee bit of me, a wee bit of me, as I because you know you just know Ray would just would be loving to talk about me in this position, uh, if you know what I mean, Johnny. Absolutely. Have you got the team up there? I have. Yeah, I have here in front of me. Uh, are you starting to feel nauseous or anything? Looking at it. Um, well, the thing is, uh, I, re- I remember you mentioned this line to me before about how Ray's teams are always the you know the kind of lower league boys with the, the striped jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember I did say that. Yeah, that's right. And look, here you go. Look, there they are again. Three of them. Yeah, but like four of them. Okay, well, he, he does have Pereira in there. Um, yeah. Two man city midfielders, which we know, and we've talked about time and time again, is dodgy because we just don't know what's going to happen there. Richardson getting sent off, which was a big moment. For a lot of people over the weekend, yeah, and I think I can I, I can feel his frustration here with one man in particular. I think I've just I'm seen it. Now. I've just seen it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe um, I didn't look into his team properly when it, this would have made the headlines as well. So he is in the headlines. So this is going to make it in the headlines. Lucas Mora on his bench. Ooh, right, Fif- okay. fifteen points sitting on the bench. Yep. Wow. He must be feeling sick. Um. Oh, we would yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about Lucas Mora in more depth, but for what Morrow uh, did last night, obviously there will be a that kind of kick in the balls, sick yeah. feeling, you know. And um, but um, I don't know if Morrow's going to feature in that team too much long term. He probably will for the next couple of weeks um, until uh, Son comes back in. But we'll see about that there. But if we're just talking about Ray at the minute, we're just talking about we're talking about his yeah. team. And now just a wee thing I've noticed as well. Do you know the way you can design your own kit? Yep. Do you see his I'll kit there it. in front of you? Um, oh god! Kind of reflects his team, doesn't it? It's a bit of a mess, isn't it? It's like a bit of pink and black and blue and green and. There's no, there's no coordination. There's no cohesion. No, it's just exactly what's what's on the team here. So look for anybody who's wondering who's in this team, we'll just give it to you. Rondo, we've got Begovic, Ben Mee, Daniels, Vestergaard, Pereira, Bernardo Silva, Mahrez. He got Richarlson, got sent off. A lot of people were stung by Richarlson. They were, yeah. They were. Uh, Firmino, Aguero, and Abama Yang. So, not. What was the, the, the score there? 20, 20, 26 points. Yeah. And do you want to know something as well? He made a minus. He took a hit as well. So, he minused out a player. He took a transfer hit. Oh, okay. So, it only just, you know, adds to the, to the grief. Give, yeah. give us a quick rundown that team there, Johnny. Of, of Ray's team, are you talking about, yeah? Yeah. Go on okay, ahead there. Well, uh, let me see now. Begovic, he had a... I, I like Begovic as a goalkeeper, but I think he's, he's more suitable as a sub-goalkeeper. Just a kind of a gradual points builder, okay? And he got one point for him, okay? Me got the three points, was it? I'm just looking at there now. 
Um, well, see, the thing is, I'm just looking here now. I have Daniels on my team as well, which I think a few people do. But <laughs> Everton, Bournemouth, if you ever look at their history in recent years, they always have high-scoring games. So, you know, you're really going to concede goals if you have a Bournemouth man against Everton. Yeah. Best I can't really see, can't see doing much at all this season. I haven't really been impressed by what's been going on there at all. Um, yes. Uh, Pereira now is a bit of a shining light, in fairness. That Man City, the two midfielders now, Bernardo Silva and Mares, it's just too unreliable. With yeah. Man City, it can work wonders for you or it can work terrible. And it's, you know, a few people have been stung by this roulette and it's this is definitely a case of that again. Yeah. Richardson getting sent off. I think it was a bit of a light sending off too as well. Yeah, it? yeah, I totally agree. Well, that's, that's the move. Johnny, do you know that saying where they say you never kick a man when he's down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to just have to, you know, break that here and I have a couple of things I need to say here as well he do you know we were talking about the minus the hit he took yeah Yeah, I've just done a little investigation on it so he he got rid of Wan-Bissaka well I don't I don't know if it is because he's worth four million and he's he's an attack minded left back an enabler he's cheap four million I would have just kept him because he's going to be sitting on the bench anyway and come on when he comes back from suspension not really a priority and and his other player now this is the big one Take a seat, people. If you sir, if you sir, listen to us. I'm, because, I'm, just having a look, I'm just having a look at his team here from the week so, before. So yeah, I've got it. He's he's just got rid of Andre Schurl, who scored oh. who scored six points this week, and he's got rid of Schurl for Lucas Mora, and then he's gone and put Lucas Mora on the bench. Oh, that's that's that is controversial. So he, he took a minus four to get Lucas Mora onto his team. <laughs> You know, that that's 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 gotta hurt. Oh, that that is that is. Oh God, hey, I I do I feel I feel sick. Hey, we, we better move on. We better move on. Okay. okay. Right. We we've slated him off. Sorry about that, Ray. We might have went in too hard on you. <laughs> um, anyway, Bingo Balls Moor enters the gutter, joins the relegation battle with Jordy and Barney Boyce. Okay, so, so we're going down to the bottom of the table here, is it? Uh, yeah, it shouldn't be too hard to find them, boys. Oh, we'll probably have to go to the second page again. Uh, <laughs> where are they? Who are, we, who are we looking at first here, sorry? Where do we see, sure. Take your pick. Whichever one. Um, we'll start rock. We'll talk about, about bingo balls there. We'll, we'll give Ryan Moore a wee shout. Ryan Moore, I see him, because he's just dropped into the, um, into the relegation him. zone, yes. Okay, 46 points is what he has. Okay, let's take a wee look at his team here. Yep. Okay, so there's good players in there as well. Okay, you know, Maguire gets a goal from Van Dyke gets a few points. Bellerin starting to pick up a few points as well. Not a bad midfield, but quite a low-scoring midfield this weekend in terms of, like, Manny was kind of unusually quiet. Jorginho, um, and, you know, Aubameyang is a player too who I think frustrations are starting to grow with as well. Yeah, he's actually dropped in price, you know, Aubameyang. You can pick him up now for 10.9. Still high ownership, well, sort of, 15%. Uh, Ryan Moore, now, he was a bit of a rival of mine last season. You know, he was giving it to me in, in the WhatsApp and all, but you know what? All I can say to Ryan Moore is, eat my dust. <laughs> eat my dust, Ryan Moore. The trash talk is out after all. Yeah. Eat my dust. Rookie mistake. He's down there. He's going to be wearing a skirt. He's going to be flossing there along with Jordy and uh, a few other boys. Barney boys by the looks of it. Um, so, again... He's not going to get any points from his bench at all here. Like, no. Nah, that's pure muck. Pure muck. You know, uh, he would love that man. he's an Aston Villa fan, this man, you know. Oh, all right. Okay, mm. okay. 
so he doesn't watch much Premier League football. <laughs> he probably doesn't know. Yeah, he's he's out of touch. He's out of loop. He's out of loop. But anyway, he's a week late late again with the captaincy there. With uh, uh, Aguero. Aguero was it? Yeah, yeah. scrolling back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, vice captain Manny. Um, I can understand why he went for Manny. He was getting nice little points in the. Um, sorry, a nice amount of points. Beg your pardon. Yeah, no, no, Manny's, Manny's one of the, the top scorers so far, so not bad. He's got Hazard as well, he's quite good. He's got yeah. Van Dijk, he's got Bellerin, and uh, Bellerin's actually made my watch list because Arsenal are going into a nice run of fixtures at 5.5 million. Uh, he passed the eye test for me, so he did. Uh, he was he looked very, very good and, and sharp, and he was getting bombing forward a lot. And I think this year, the fantasy, it is kind of the year of the fullbacks. And, uh, it seems to be, you know, it seems to be, it's even, um, like, you know, our theme tonight kind of is London clubs. Yes. And, uh, if, they, if you're talking about Bellerin, then just to go into Arsenal there for a second, like, you know, Arsenal defenders, you would you generally stay or clear, of, with the exception of Bellerin and maybe Monreal. Uh, exactly, Monreal as well, 5.5 million, uh, popped yeah, up as well. The weekend there as well. He did. I'm not surprised he did. Um, but you're right about this Bellerin getting forward and creating chances, and like I say, especially over these next five or six weeks. Yeah. I know you got the international break in between that as well, but oh, I think will be. Fucking hate international week. Uh, no, I know, I'm a good loud and proud Ireland fan, so I'm not Right, we'll just just we'll, we'll just hear quickly now that we're we're talking about this. I'm sure the listeners would love to know what what's your um, thoughts on Damien Rice? Um I it's all up in the air at the minute. Did you did you see what Kevin Kilban came out and said about the whole I didn't, I didn't see that, no, no, I didn't see that no. Well, keep telling me there what what, what you think about uh Mr. Damien Rice there and his, his decision He's, he wants to think about uh, whether he wants yeah, to play for Ireland he's deliberating over the decision it's a, it's a real fancy way he's deliberating over the decision yeah do you think Martin O'Neill shed, shed a bit of transparency on that as if to you know to hit him a little kick in the arse like um, I wouldn't that could be Martin O'Neill's way it could be you know O'Neill's kind of dairy attitude of here like we're getting close to these international games coming up now and you know, he, he's talking about him in uh, press conferences, obviously. That's where these things are coming out from. Well, uh, Ke- it could be yeah. going, you know, make up your mind or because I'm, you know, I need to know. Like, you know. Well, Kevin Kilban, never a man to be sitting on the fence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. he came out and uh, quote tweeted uh, the FA Ireland uh, uh, Twitter or tweet uh, where Martin O'Neill said, He, Declan Rice, is still deliberating. He's a young man. England have spoken to him. He's taken time to make his mind up. He's done brilliantly for us and given him a little bit more time. And Kevin Caban just came out and said, I'd rather be ranked 150th in the world and never qualify again than have someone who has played but needs time to think, and he's that in block capitals, whether they should play for us again. Well done to Martin O'Neill for transparency. So obviously Caban isn't too <laughs> happy about the thought. Hi, I thought you were. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I think the phone sort of clunked out there for a second. Beg your pardon. You're all right. Kilvan, Kilvan. Uh, I, I had my room for that there now. I, yeah. I always have a wee, a wee soft spot, if you like, for, for Zinedine Kilvan. So I'm glad that you. Uh, me too. And I, I agree with him. I think if you pull on the green shirt, there you know, should be never another shirt pulled on after it, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, what's to think about, really? You know, yeah. uh, you know, we've been a place where we've always had even players who weren't even born here who wanted to play for us. You know. Exactly. Clinton Morris, Clinton Morrison, he was. Basically, like somebody from So Solid Crew that paid for us. Well. And we're not being hypocrites. We've never done that to Northern Ireland or anything. You're right. Um, so um, we'll get back to the fans here now. Where where the hell were we anyway, or what were we chatting about? Uh, we were just uh, we were just kind of analysing the team there about um, the forty six points that were racked up. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. By Ryan, sorry, by Ryan's team, beg your pardon, sorry. 
Um, he's kind of dropped into the zone a wee bit there. I think, that, like I say, just to recap it again, the bench looks a wee bit weak in terms of numbers, no offence to Ryan there, and the Aguero captaincy was possibly a weak here as well. Yeah. So, right, sure. Well, these, things happen, these things happen. These things happen. I have no... Well, I don't know if Ryan will be able to get out of that relegation zone. You know, he could just he could just as easily give up. I don't know if he has the fight and the spirit that the other two lads we're going to talk about here, and that's Barney Boyce and Jordy, because um, I'm getting feedback from Jordy, and Jordy is going to... He reckons he's getting out of that relegation zone. Um, so he's got the determination. Yes. So Jordy, Jordy's on page two, isn't he? Jordy's on page two, yeah. Thank God he's not on page three. Uh, <laughs> so we'll get into Barney here first. Anyway. Barney's down Australia here, so he is. And uh, Barney's, Barney's fighting hard too. He's, uh, he doesn't have a really you know a bad side. He's made a few changes since we, we last run at him. He's got his... He's got rid of two... Is this Barney that had all, that had all the Wolves players on yeah. the first game, was it? Yeah. He's only got one Wolves player now. Costa, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. He had a nice yeah. trio of Spurs players in there. All down that right hand flank as well. Look at that there for Don so, Erickson and Kane. It's just a, a wee white rush down the right hand side. There. So first of all, Barney must have been having a real sweat here because this was the the final game of the game week was was United and Spurs and Barney was waiting on one, two, three, four, five players to pl- or f- six players to play. So he wouldn't have had much points. Before the Spurs game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm just looking at Lukaku and Pogba there. As yeah. Well. So he must, have, he must have been right in the doldrums there uh, yeah. before 8 o'clock last night. Well, the Spurs boys came through for him anyway. Vertonghen, clean sheet, Eriksson, and of course Harry Kane. Um, the United fan in him put the captaincy on Lukaku. Who almost got a goal in the first half from what I could see, from what I've seen of it. Uh, he missed the fucking open net. Yeah, I didn't, want, I didn't want to stoke the fire like that. Oh, Jesus, that was terrible. Um, no, I will defend United here. I think United, the the result was bad, but the performance was good. Does that make any sense? Um, I know what you're saying, um, but I, well, you know, I, I didn't think people said that United were very intense uh, on Spurs in the first half an hour. I didn't really think they were. I'm not being Roy Keane and being awkward there. I just I thought they had a bit of the ball and they won a few tackles in fairness to them, but I don't think they ever really, you know, kind of stamped their authority or on the game got the crowd behind them and. You know, let Spurs know that they're in a game. I didn't really feel. It. I thought they did play better than they did against Brighton, but you know, the second half, from what I've heard of it and the small clips of housing, you know, they seem to just fall to bits again. Yeah, well, we'll we'll take your comments on board. Uh, I think that they really actually. I thought the first half belonged to United. I thought they could have been they could have been winning after the first half, and then in the second half after Spurs scored. I thought, you know, we we put on a bit of pressure again. I thought if we had got one goal, we would have we would have got another. But anyway, it wasn't to be, and we ended up losing the game three nil. Of course, we saw the Mourinho uh, press conference, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know he, he stormed out and he wasn't happy. Um, well, I'm not going to go too much into that because uh, that's for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for another one. We'll yeah. <laughs> so so Barney Boyce, anyway, he's you know Aronovich there, a fine goal. Very good goal, yeah. Felipe, good. Was Felipe Anderson that played that on team now? That's a guy that's on my watch list, you know. I think it might have been now. Sorry, I'm just having to cast my mind back, but I think it was, but don't quote me on that now. Yeah, and uh, of course, Richarlison, the red card. We'll talk about Richarlison uh, near the, while we're winding up as well and who maybe to replace him with and uh, if we're going to hang on to him or not. But his midfield isn't too bad. At the minute, I'm a United fan. I have no United players in my team, you know. That's how bad. That's that's the confidence I have in them at the minute. It's just they're just not at a good place at the minute. So I just don't know about you know. I think you know with Lukaku you could you could maybe upgrade him to somebody 
who get you more points, Barney, really. <laughs> Basically, you're not letting your uh, club alliances uh, kind of rule. The, you the know, you have alliances. to leave the loyalties at the door when it comes to fantasy yeah, football, yeah, especially you know if you want to do well. And I would like to have a United player, and I'll tell you what, the United player that impressed me last night was Luke Shaw. He looked to be, he looked to have a better game because I thought he was, he looked very yeah. like a, a rabbit caught in the headlights against Brighton the week before. I thought vibes very through the week before. Yeah, he was, uh, and he was dropped. Was, yeah, there was a lot of change, there was a lot of changes in that team. You know, there was a lot of changes for you know a game that took place just eight days after the, the previous one. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah, Barney. Look, it's not it's not a team that's uh, that can't go anywhere. You know, there's he's got stones there and defence who I think is going to maybe start getting in there again. But it's again with City. It's just it's too hard to call. I think Benjamin Mendy's the only really nailed on one there, and Sergio Aguero. Yeah. 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 Well, just if we just talk about Man City there for a second, if we're talking yeah. about ones to watch, I have a sneaky feeling now. <laughs> Pepper Lane is something that we can never call, but I have a sneaky feeling a man to get on board this weekend and. I'll gladly take a slagging if I get this wrong, and that is Jesus. I think he, I think he'll give him the go. He give Jesus uh, the walk this week, you know. And well, he could, he could deliver, you know. I need to come in here as well because I think Aguero's the man for the Newcastle game. I think if my stats don't, uh, you know, if, if if I'm right here, that Aguero has scored 14 times or something against Newcastle. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, he gets his big. He gets. He gets. He gets his big hauls against Newcastle usually, um, and I will check that up there while we're while we're waffling on here. Um, just to, to just to fact check that we don't want no okay. Fa- okay. we don't don't want no fake news here. Do you want to go into? <laughs> do you want to just get into Jordan's team there now? Then well, well, I'm just getting this uh, wee I'll thing up. Roll down towards the DNA. I'm not going to slag him too much. Uh, yeah. Jordan, we have to go to page two from. Uh, <clears throat> He's a good budget player. I think he's five point. I think he's gone up to five point six million now, Johnny. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, I can see why. In fairness, you know. Yeah. Um, going on then there's now Marius Megatarian. We've kind of covered them already, but they're still good players to have. Nevis, Nevis is still picking up points. Maybe not fired on the silver cylinders as he was in the first weekend, but he's still he's still there and keep himself busy. Firmino, who hasn't really got going yet, but I still think well, and Aubameyang, who we've. We've covered as well. Who I think you know, a wee bit of patience might be starting to wear with some people. I th- I think that that it, the patience should be kept. I think he's ready to be a bama bang very soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm going to give a wee uh, vote of confidence here now to uh, to Jordan because I've got a bama bang as well. And I do think you're right here for these next five or six games. Uh, I think you just need to persevere with uh, Abamyang for another yeah. while, even though it would be very tempting to make the switch to Aguero. Um, <laughs> You know, against Newcastle, and by the way, a good segue into that is uh, that I just checked their Aguero stats against Newcastle, 
Uh, he's bagged 11 goals in 11 games against the North East outfit. And 2015, uh, especially, noticed where he scored five goals against them. He's also been directly involved in 14 goals, having made, you know, two assists and, as well. So, you know, I don't think that can be ignored. And speaking of, we're going to speak about who the captaincy is going to jump to going into game week four. Um, I've backed Salah all three game weeks, but this could be my first time um, going Aguero for game week four. So just wanted to add that in there. So we can go back there and um, just uh, decimate uh, Jordy's team again. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think we we pretty much covered him there as well. You know, um, obviously Wan-Bissaka on the bench. Well, you know, that's understandable with the man on the suspension. But, you know, he still still does have good players. I don't think any... Anybody really has a bad team, in fairness. Yeah. You know, nobody's really got a bad team. You know, it's just that there is a lot, there is an element of skill, but there's a huge element of luck yeah. in this game. Keith Hughes was a man that I mentioned in conversation earlier when, uh, you know, when Holabas scored over the weekend. Oh, that's him. right. I got, he got, <laughs> I, I, I seen uh, Holabas going into the WhatsApp group and I was like, don't fucking tell me he has him too. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Brian Margie, like the rivalry there, Brian must be going off his head like Holobas. He's steeped in luck, as Margie would say, huh? Oh, if he fell in luck, Swally, he'd come out with a salmon in his mouth. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Uh, um, but you know, like, you know, I think you know, uh, George is a wee bit unlucky there with some of those players. But, yeah. You know, Not a bad looking team there, like Shaw, Bellerin. Uh, he's got Alexander Arnold, who hit the crossbar as well. Worth I was, just saying, I was just saying that, you know, like he's kind of made those set pieces of his own. I yeah. think he will get goals at yeah, and uh, Mkhitaryan, I've been watching him. He's on, he's he's in my team as well. He's gone up to seven point one million, and he is he's getting about that pitch. And Arsenal coming into a nice run of fixtures. Him and Abamian could be two men to have in the team. Uh, just a quick thing on Neves. I really like Neves. He's a guy that just you know he's not afraid. He's not afraid to take a shot. Um, Absolutely not. Yeah, he yeah. just likes he he takes it. He nice to he gets in the right positions. Um, maybe for five million worth holding on to. Just, just now going in here now to things that are kind of red flagging me is uh, Rashford in there um, and John Stones. I think maybe John Stones, you know, could be. I don't know if he's going to start getting a a, a place in that city defence that he, you know, he's going to be a permanent fixture in there. So I don't know about keeping John Stones. He would be one to kind of you know consider. You could shift him out, uh, like. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 no, I wouldn't jump to the conclusion straight away, but um, it, it'd, be, it'd definitely be something to consider. Yeah. There's a lot of money tied up in Marcus Rashford too, who was seven million. He's dropped to six point nine. So Jordy's lost. He's lost money there. You know, if he wanted, to. you know, that point one can be life or death when trying to get a player in. Like, it could be. That's it. Yeah. It could be the. Di- it could be the difference of like minus four points. So there's a bit of you know a couple of concerns there. Um, Pickford either I'm not uh, as much as I'm enjoying Everton's attack. I just don't think they have anything defensively to offer at the minute. No, no, I, except I, for James I, Coleman. That, that's something that we looked at um, two weeks ago. That you know um, Everton they do concede an awful lot. Yeah. Uh, good side, no, but they do concede an awful lot. Um, you know he might get a few save points and that kind of stuff. But you know once if that bit of luck or that bit of confidence goes away from Pickford, you know he could be. A red flag, as you call it, you know. Yeah, definitely. Right, so we've kind of we've we've slaughtered the the, the gutter boys enough. I think uh, we'll have to jump on here to uh, old fucking Stephen Head McConnell, blank check, <laughs> who had a masterstroke of a uh, oh genius, of, uh, genius. Yeah, uh, what was it? It brought him. So I think he jumped up something like fifteen points. It was, or sorry, fifteen positions. I beg your pardon. It was a big, big jump. 
All right. thanks to the one good man of Fulham. I imagine he brought in Mitrovic. Uh, I think yeah. he's the only man with Mitrovic in the team. And talking about jumps, he did make a big jump. Obviously, he didn't make the, the biggest jump as Darren Hunter and Josh McBride, who made 13, jumped 13 places. But Stephen Head McConnell jumped up 12. He was second. He jumped, sorry, I thought it was 15. He jumped 12. So he's in 27th place now. He was in 39th. And uh, he scored an impressive 61 points. Head, we are not worthy. <laughs> Fair play. Like, I'm, just, I'm just looking at his forward line here as well. Like, you know, if Mitrovic keeps up that run of form, uh, and there's no reason to suggest at the minute that he that he wouldn't uh, or that he won't. But I'm just noticing beside him that he's got Ings and Firmino, who've been steady enough sort of players so far. No, he can but pick think, them. You know, he can pick them. He can. Uh, yeah, in fairness, yeah. And uh, there's the you know three good players who I think will get better as well. And then you saw that your reliables in there as well. Your Jorginho's, your Salas, your Robertsons. Mendes and uh, Deli Alley's in particular. Yeah, no, it's a decent enough team there, and I think Mitrovic is uh, is a nice player to have, and he's gone up in price as well. He's six point six million, only ten percent ownership. Um, uh, I think he's going he's going to score goals. It, it makes me wonder why the hell did Newcastle decide to let this guy go? <laughs> you know, yeah, it was a it was a bit baffling right enough, but you know yourself the the, the situation at Newcastle is a it's a bit of a messy one at the minute. Like I I feel. Sorry for Rafa Benitez in a lot of ways because and that's just not me Liverpool head speaking, you know. Yeah. Uh, there just seems to be that kind of real power struggle with upstairs that he can't get in players that he wants, he can't keep players that he wants, he, he has to make do. And then yeah. when those boys are injured, he just gets told to get on with it. You know, he's really kind of sealing the ship on his own, really. There. Yeah, he's shopping at Mr. Price, like he's, you know. He... But, he, but he has to, do you know what I mean? He has to. <laughs> that's the thing, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's not a bad team there, you know. He's a good, he's, it's a good balanced side. Um, again, maybe the, the bench there, Lichsteiner. Um, yeah. I don't see him really getting in ahead of uh, Bellerin, or is it Monreal? Is it right back? Uh, no, Seamus Coleman is the right back. Oh, no, but I mean for Arsenal. Oh, sorry, you mean the Arsenal team? Yeah. Yeah, for, Bell- sorry, for Bellerin, yeah, yeah, I think them two guys are kind of kneeled on sorry, now. I, and I don't think uh, Lichsteiner would, would be as pacey as them. Um, so he's dropped in price as well. So a bit of money lost there. He has Neves, good player to have. Uh, who's this Gunn guy? Um, is he the guy? Agnes uh, Gunn. Um, he hasn't played one minute of football. Uh, he plays for Southampton. He's four point five. He had a little tip for you. If you're looking for a goalkeeper, you know, an enabler, so you can have your high-priced uh, David De Gea. Look at Hamer for Huddersfield. He's four million and he starts. So uh, you know, it's not bad having a, a four million player that at least starts. Can I just say this. this um, I just had a flashback there. Stephen told me a couple of weeks ago that I am. Um, he. Um you know, when he, when he was getting his team ready, yeah. at the time he had this gun fella and he also had Moses. Hence the name Guns and Moses. Oh, the yes. So I, think this was done, I think this was done as a... Right. You know, as, as a kind of a... A gimmick. It's, it's a, a gimmick. PR, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, we all know Stephen's a very... No, I love that now, Guns and Moses. <laughs> you, can't, you can't get rid of Guns now. That's your, a t- your, your, your advice there to sign the Huddersfield guy was completely wasted. It was, wasn't it? Us. Fuck you, yeah. Head. Most, he knew, he, he, he planned that, so he did. He knew that oh, he yeah. suckered me in. Um, so where the fuck's Moses then? Uh, obviously Moses has been uh, shipped off, but he obviously must have had him there. Well, he, can sh- he may as well shift gun off too. Uh, again, not a bad team. I like Danny Ings too. I think Danny Ings might get a few goals. You know, at and five point five, he's he's good. Uh, he's good player. Yeah, he'd be playing much more regular football now than he was when he was at Liverpool as well. So you know, you think you think he will get going. I just want to know what Stephen. Like you know, we, we know Stephen's loyalty is very much with Man United. Um, he's got David De Gea and Mets, but. 
you know, you have to think of the, the, the long term. Like David Day has conceded seven goals in three games. You know, and I just wonder, is it worth actually keeping him or even, you know, is there, faster for a while? Well, it certainly isn't at the minute. So um, we'll need to, um, he'd need to maybe keep an eye on that situation. Yeah, um, uh, it's, just, it's just at the minute the defence is playing... So, so and the thing is, he could have any goalkeeper he wants. He's got the funds. Uh, Danny Obramovich is there, you know, so he can just point to whatever player and he can just have him. So, you know, <laughs> worth keeping an eye on head. He's he's involved. He's up there. He's he's fighting. He's got a green arrow this week, I think. So, fair yeah, play to him. A, a, big, a big jump as well. Like, uh, we were looking for a story to fill up the last page of the headlines today. I was at work and I just texted you. McCollum made a big jump, and he was the. And then you mentioned that he only he was the only man that had Mitrovic as well. So yeah, so that just that just had to go in. I just so you know it had to it had to get coverage. Yeah. Um, I think that's the the headlines pretty much summed up. Uh, we'll just kind of we'll we'll waffle through a few statistics, and we'll have a wee look at uh, the rivalries that, that are we the, that we know have formed, and uh, we'll we'll wrap it up then maybe. Yeah, no, but we might do a wee quick look ahead the next weekend if we have time. Oh, we will uh, indeed. Well, we look at the stats here now, first of all. Yeah, what, what, anything there to take your fancy there? Right, well, first of all, Brendan Freel here, of course, the league leaner, 224 points. He also has the most clean sheets in the league. Yes. And now, uh, you know, you, when you look at his team, you can see why. You know, you know what I mean? Like, So he's got nine, nine clean sheets in his team. Uh, we'll go in there to Adam Bates, who's dropped yep. down to fourth now. He's the most offensive team with 13 goals. 13 goals, yeah. yeah. Six assists as well on top of that, yeah. Wow. Uh, so that's impressive. And then we have Keith Shields, who is the A team here, sitting in second uh, place in the league. And his team value has gone to 101.5 million. So he's up 1.5 million, which is quite impressive. But it's like I say, like when you've got these good players and then you've got Holabas even chipping in with points, your value is going to go up. Exactly. <laughs> it can't go any other way. Really. Uh, then we've got Eamon Walsh, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but he's got the most unique team. Now, is that, that? Is that like, I wonder, a positive or a negative? Because it could be just a, a team of misfits that no one else has. Well, what makes what you say that now? Are you looking at the are you looking at the lineup, or are you looking at his? No, I'm just it's just it's just here in the stats where it tells me that he's got the most unique players. I haven't actually gone and oh, had the most a, unique players. Right. Do you want to just yeah. have a quick look into his team there? Do we see why he's reading up as the the most unique player? We'll take a wee look at it now. Uh, just uh, do you I'll get it up. In the league, he's uh, Walsh. Eamon Walsh. Where are you? I, I can't find him actually right now. I'll find him. Uh, he's probably near the bottom. <laughs> There he is, thirty third. He's got he's got a green arrow this weekend. Jesus, he's got sixty five points, and the wild card has been played. Wild card played, yes. Yeah. So let's just have a look at the team yeah. as well. There now we've kind of talked about a lot. So players, unique, right? unique players. We'll 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 see who's unique. We'll Stankovic. He he would be unique. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Uh, Arsenal Gudazi or Gudazi. Unique. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyone else in here really unique looking? Not really. Not really, not in the, definitely not in the starting 11 anyway. You, know, you still have your Arnautovic no. and Dale Walcott's, Alonzo's, Robertson's. So, Robertson, so maybe out of just, you know, the, all the players, maybe he's he's just unique in that sense. We'll, we'll have to look into that unique and, and find out what it's, what's... Yeah, we might we'll, we'll we'll be reading. more digging into that in the future. We haven't really yeah, that. We'll we definitely will. Week, so that's, that's um, the, just there, though, whenever we uh, we saw that he played the wild card, um, there was a few, a few wild cards now played this there, week there was quite a few Keith was, uh, Keith certainly set the trend didn't he <laughs> he did he was like the Pied Piper you know uh, I think there was was it two or three people last week I played them and then I think it was seven yeah. or eight maybe played well them. I'll tell you now right 
Name and shame. Well, don't need to shame. Let's see if it works. Holy shit. Before we actually do name and shame, have we spoke about Michael Shields and his... his uh... No, I... That was one of the earliest things that went up. This uh, Jesus, I, I, believe, per- I believe that the, the Pope was in Crow Park praying for him on the weekend. Ah, so. I think he needs somebody praying for him. I, I spoke to Michael Shields just before he was tuning into the Great British Bake Off, and uh, I just you know I want to know what happened. Like, so I says, I says, Michael, can you explain? You know, there, you caused a lot of drama here. We're all wondering like what the hell went down. He says, Ah, Patty, I just was looking at the team and I just started fuck players out, and you know. I don't, yeah, me and the son, his son was playing with him, and they just got rid of everyone. And he says we put in a few new boys, and we just had thing. He didn't, you know, this is Michael's first season in the game, so. Did he not? Did he not lose the minus points that accumulated from transferring so many players? Did he fuck? Did he fuck? Maybe he did. He, he just he didn't give a fuck anyway. He says out they go, and he says oh, he was he like minus twenty four before mi- the, minus twenty four, and then I think uh, he got a red card for Richarlison on top of it all, <laughs> oh, uh, and then. <laughs> That's how you kick a man when he's down. And then he really put a spanner in the works. He decided he'd use his bench boost. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I think Michael's high. <laughs> he's like one of these millionaires that you know decides they just don't want to live anymore. Yeah, he just says, like, get these boys out of my team. And that was it. So that that's um, the story of uh, the whole, that drama. So, um, yeah, yeah. Michael, um, bad luck there. <laughs> in fairness, now you know he, he had it well planned. Now he was unlucky, so he was with all his uh, astute planning. Yeah, well, I don't know what did he end up with then in the in the game week. Um, Do you know what position he's in there now? I'm just going to take a wee look for him here. Um, yeah, definitely have a look. It's, uh, I can't find him just now. Here, well, I'll tell you, he he was in 48th place. He dropped 12 places. He's down to 36th. He's still not even in the relegation zone after that. So shame on you boys in the gutter. We have a man here that fucking minus 24 points, used the bench boost, and you still can't get out of the, <laughs> the bottom three. And if that doesn't, you know, make you feel like shit, I don't know what will. Um, I'm just going to hold you there to something there, Pat, as well, because there was something else on the headlines that we haven't covered. And it was Gavin Fanning's team. Oh yeah, down there in the bottom, small print defense saves yeah. Bunty. Jesus. The defense saves him, and yeah, I can see why the two big hitters for him there at the weekend were uh, Alonso with eleven points, Trippier with eleven points. You know, De Gea um, not doing much from there, and well, Shane Duffy got two from, but but yeah, uh, the defense was the big one. So, if the defense had a bombed, he would have had nothing then, basically, hey. Big time, yeah. What did he end up with? What many points did he get? The end up points that he had was forty six in the end. With um, right. Let me see, so 11 plus 11 is 22, plus 2 is 24, 25 from his back four. Well, there you go. The defence did save him. <laughs> right, so now we've got the two buccaleros out of the way. We'll go in here to the, the chips used section, and of course, Keith Shields, who, who the trendsetter here now, has his is gone, Jared McGee's is gone, Mines is gone, Johnny Duffy used his, Sanjo Bryan used his. Do Sanjo Bryan we haven't, I missed his kind of his Monday skit. Yeah, he was good. He was quiet this week. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? He's on. He's on the holly bops. So uh, uh, okay, so we'll, we'll let him off. We'll let him off. Uh, Darren Howard used the wild card. Um, Ryan Callan, John Byrne used the wild card. Paul Howard, Eamon Walsh wild carded. Kevin Gallagher wild card. Uh, Kieran McElney. How do you, is that Kieran? Michael McEl- What? The I think it's McElney. Ma- Larry, because I've been fucking his name up the last three weeks. <laughs> So, whatever his name is. Sorry, Kieran. Wild card. Brian Margie, wild card. And then, of course, Michael Shields used the bench boost. Now, we'll just let the people know out of all these wild cards so far, who has had the most impressive uh, 
wild who, paid off for who it paid off for and uh, it's Keith Shields he got yeah, the, that's no real surprise yeah, yeah. top of the league yeah. there you go so that's that's we got the wild cards out of the way um, was there any points hits this week Johnny I wonder any points hits yeah did anyone you know was there a lot of minuses this week or not that I can, not that I can see well, well we'll just have a wee look because it's always nice to, to call out the boys that uh, have done the wee you know the transfer costs and uh, of course, Michael Shields <laughs> again, top of the yeah, top yeah, of the table I there. Think, I, don't, I don't think any story is going to top. Seven, seven transfers minus twenty-four. Uh, then we had Ryan Moore, aka Bingo Balls, minus eight three. We had Daniel Subbled three, and he got minus four. And bear in mind, see these guys that have all taken the the red the hits. They're all in red yeah. arrows so far. Last week, Ooh. last week we had a few boys that took hits like Mark Graham that uh, who took a hit and actually was our our highest climber. So we have Daniel Subbled three transfers minus four. Nigel McGlynn minus four. Razor Flanagan minus four. We've spoken depth about that. Uh, Kieran McElhenney. What's that surname again? I think it's McElhenney. Kieran McElhenney, minus four. Barney Boyce, minus four. Vinny McLaughlin, minus four. Marcus Oliver, minus four. Ryan Cal, minus four. Gavin Flanagan, minus four. Derek Hall, minus four. Ethan McLaughlin, minus four. And finally, Kevin McGlynn, minus four. Now, the last two boys there, Ethan McLaughlin and Kevin McGlynn, minus four, but they moved up three places. So, you know, it worked out for them. But for the other guys, it didn't work out at all. Well, I'm just, I'm just looking there now, Dick. You know, a lot of boys have taken minus figures before a ball was kicked. <coughs> the, um, pardon me, the uh, average points was 50 this week, which was, that's a bit lower than last week. I think it was in the 60s the week before. Yeah, it was. So, a, just, you know, it, it just wasn't a particularly high-scoring week for a lot of people. It's like the way I said it was not a big dramatic week because of Aguero Gate. It was a lot of small dramas. So, I don't think it's any real surprise that a lot of people did drop positions or didn't gather as many points as they, they would have liked it. Yeah, 100%. Right, so we're, we're about to wrap up here. Um, we've about uh, we've been on here for 56 minutes. We'll uh, we'll, we'll kind of we'll have a wee quick look at a few rivalries, will we? Yeah, just give it a quick roll and maybe just a quick look into next weekend if we have time. Yeah, we will. We'll make time for next weekend anyway, but we'll try and get the, the, we'll get the rivalries out of the way here first. Okay, so who are we going to we'll maybe the Howard brothers here first of all? Yeah, we'll go with the Howard brothers here. Uh, we have Mark in 14th, the, the champion, of course. He's been kind of holding that position ahead of his brothers there for for the last few weeks. He's dropped a couple of positions there, hasn't he? He's dropped. He's dropped three this week. Now he, he's he's in fourteenth. He was in eleventh. Uh, we have Darren Howard down there in twentieth. He's dropped two places. Was eighteenth last week, and yeah. then we have Paul Howard down twenty ninth. He's dropped two places as well. Um, okay. We've got, of course, we'll look at the the Roberts. Uh, rivalry here with Eric and his sister Jessica and of course we can add Callum McGinnigan in there too uh, I'm sure he, he wouldn't want his girlfriend to uh, you know to finish above him in the league <laughs> so, and uh, too many jokes are going through my head there I'll just have to not say them uh, <laughs> Right. Okay. So, so Cahill, I know Cahill's uh, dropped two places. He's in sixteenth. He's now in fourteenth. Jessica has climbed again, up five places. Uh, Jessica, a, a real, real gradual climber. That we didn't she really is. Tika Mosala. Well, she's getting her mention now. If she had had the right captain, she might have been even higher. But you know what? Green arrows are always a, a bonus. If you're, getting green, if you're getting green arrows every week, yeah. So, really so Jess will be happy with that. Um, she's catching Marcus Oliver there who's dropped a place as well he fancies himself as a bit of a fantasy manager so he'll not be too happy with that um, 
my own rivalry, Johnny, with uh, Jared McGee, it's coming along all yeah. r- nicely. I'm, I've moved up three places from last week. I'm, uh, I'm in eighth. And uh, Jared's sitting there in fifth. He's moved up one. There's nothing. There's not much between us. There's, there's, a, nice, there's a nice even balance between you. It's a nice kind of proper rivalry there. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, the Sanji, uh, Sanj, um, Brian, Margie, and Keith Shields rivalry. Uh, Keith's just, eat, he's another man, eat my dust, lads. So we, we better go down here and look to see where uh, Sanj and, and Brian is. Well, Brian's down 44th, so he's dropped yeah. two places as well. I'm just looking for Sanj here now again. Um where did he say? Did he say Sands position there, Paddy? Sorry. No, I don't. I don't know where. Oh, there he's in eighteenth. He's he's moved up eleven places, Sands. So well done, you, Sands. He's moved up. Oh, there he is. There he is. Yeah, sorry, the Eagles. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, so he's gone up as well. Yes. Um. Yeah. There's actually there's actually been quite a fair few noticeable green arrows this week as well. There has indeed now. Um, trying to see. So Owen Kelly stays in third place. He or he moves up to third place. Sorry. Moves up to third place. Yeah. yeah. Adam Bates is down to fourth, and uh, of course Jeremy Gee in fifth, and Daniel Subbled is in sixth. So that's the the positions, and uh, we'll just take a quick wee break here now, and we'll just go into a wee quick preview of next week, and uh, we'll finish up then. No more. Uh, well, like I say, just to, to thank the fellow players that we could be looking out for this weekend. Now, uh, before we get into the fixtures, is I think Alexander Arnold is a man to look out for the future as well. Uh, Mkhitaryan, who is about to enter a nice wee run of fixtures for uh, for Arsenal. Danny Ings is a player who we mentioned as well. Could uh, start kicking into gear now a bit as well. And another player as well who I think I'm not even too sure if many people have him is James Miller, because he just seems to have that wee bit more energy about him. I think. Ever since he retired playing for England, it's been a big help for him, you know. And I know he didn't get the official assist um, for Salah's goal against Brighton on, on Saturday evening, but, you know, he was as good as he did. He'd done all the, the dog work to get there. And uh, he scored the week before against Crystal Palace as well. So I think he could be a wee man to sneak into a team if anybody was interested. Oh, certainly, certainly. And uh, thank you. I think you've covered basically the. The, the main boys to watch and who to get in the team there. Now, Johnny, what, what so captain say you reckon Jesus is it for next week or? or? Um, well, yeah, <laughs> should he play? But I just think if uh, yeah, to, to make it entertaining because that's what the yeah. fantasy league is all about. Exactly, you need to, you need to have a bit of fun yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think if you have Jesus in your team, and I think if he does play, he will be. You could get a good reward out of it. Um, I think that that would be making an outside bet, but you know, yeah, I'm sitting in. 40, 45th place now, so maybe don't be listening to me. <laughs> oh, you're going to climb out of there too, though, Johnny. At least you didn't take I'm any. Sure you didn't take any hits this week. You didn't take any hits this week. No, no, I was happy enough this weekend. Right. But um, yeah, I think that's they're the boys to look out for this weekend. I think these Arsenal boys that we talked about, Bellerin, Monreal, uh, you mentioned Aubameyang, and uh, Megatarian. I think they're the four main boys in Arsenal that you'd want to be looking at. Yeah, as well. definitely. Right. We'll finish up now, and we'll answer a few of the questions the boys have has gave us. Um, so fire away there, Johnny. From the oh no, we didn't. So that's it. That's a wrap, guys. Right. Thanks for listening, lads. And uh, Greg, drive safe if you're going up and down to Dublin. Uh, see you there, lads. All right, lads. All the best. Good luck.